Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon and welcome to Financially Speaking. You are listening to the Inspired Choices Network and I'm your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. And every Monday we come together and we talk about finances. And I know for some people that might sound like a boring topic or a painful topic in some ways, but um, I actually think it's a lot of fun. And I think it's a lot of fun because I think it's something that we all have. I think it's something we all want. and. Uh, most people I talk to want more of, and uh, a lot of people want to get control of theirs. So we all have a we all have feelings about finances, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit tonight too, because um, what we do here at the Inspired Choices Network is we take a holistic approach to you and your life, and 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 it really is about you, a hundred percent. This isn't about uh, and and financially speaking is all about you where it's about your finances. It's not about your, your neighbor or your sister, or your brother. And it doesn't matter how well your family gets along or how close you are with your best friend or your neighbor or cousin or whatever the case is. Your situation is not the same. And I say it all the time and, I, and I'm gonna say it today because I think it's really important that people understand that it is, your situation is different. And I say, give the example, even if you're a twin, your, your situation is always different. Your goals are different. Uh, your job diff- is different. The, the rate at which you get a raise or um, promoted is different. Uh, changing jobs, your choice to change jobs is different from someone else. And what I, I think is the key if, with your finances is understanding your own stuff. And too much, too many times, everybody I talk to, a lot of people, I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say everybody, a lot of people I talk to, they get caught up in the either the coulda, woulda, shoulda game, or they get caught up in the keeping up with the Joneses game. So coulda, woulda, shoulda done this, I shoulda done this, I coulda done that. You know what? What we can do is take today and today and go forward. And that's what we can do to make things work. We can't change the past. The past is there to learn from. That, that's that's really what it's there for. It's not there so we can beat ourselves up. It's not there to keep torturing ourselves by something we didn't do or should have done or thought we could have done better. It's there so we can learn. And the Inspired Choices Network, in my opinion, is it's about understanding your past. It's about learning from your past. It's about looking towards your future and understanding your present. <clears throat> And that doesn't just mean finances. My job is to look at the finances, of course. That's what I do all day as an advisor in our financial practice and bookkeeping and, and uh, estate planning and so on. That's, that's what I do all day. So that's my role. But you have other hosts on the network and their role is to help you with your family, to have a good relationship with family. There's uh, there's hosts whose role is to help you understand mindset and how important that plays because make no mistake, your mind is very, very powerful. And it's not just in your financial self, it's in your whole self, how your mind really can make things great for you or can make you, uh, stay in one place that you don't want to be because your mind, you're not moving forward with your, with your mindset. And I say this because when it comes to money, uh, 
money's easy. And I tell people this and, and they kind of laugh or roll their eyes or, and then I say, and it's just money. And which always makes people laugh because when they, you know, me, you know, that's what I do all day. So when I say it's just money, I mean, it's out there. There's a lot of money out there and it's available to anybody. You have the ability at any point in time to decide that you want to grow your wealth or maintain your wealth or do something with your wealth in terms of a a foundation of charitable giving or creating wealth for the next generation or paying off debt or whatever it is, you have the ability to make that decision. But the key here is making the decision. And when you do that, that comes down to your mindset. So with your mindset, it can do a lot of things for you. It can help uh, advance you in the career that you want. It can help you advance in your financial situation. It can help you advance in relationships. It can help advance with you, uh, with your children, um, all kinds of important parts of your life because they all connect. And that's what the Inspired Choices Network is. It's about connecting all these pieces together to make yourself better, to make your version of you the very best that there is. And I, I invite you all to really plug in to some of the other hosts. And if you, if you want to ask for coaching with your business or you want to start a business and you don't know how to go about doing that, there's hosts and there's shows out there on our network. And if by chance we're missing something that you think is key and uh, it should be a regular, um, it should be a regular broadcast for the network, then speak to Christine about that. She is always open and always willing to talk to people about show possibilities and new show ideas and expanding our network so that we can help more people because that is hundred percent what it's about is helping other people and it all ties together and it's all very important so that we get all the pieces together because when we have one part of our life that isn't in sync so if we're having a, a challenging work life and we're not happy with our work, for example, that could flow into our home life, which makes us miserable or grumpy, which could affect our relationships with our our spouse or our significant other or our children or our friends. Um, It could have absolutely have an impact on your, your finances. So the more we learn about ourselves and our mindset and how important that is to have our mindset in the right place for us, for us, And that's the key here. This is about us, not about everybody else. So when we talk about finances here, uh, I'll get, I I can talk to you and I get almost all my topics come from people who write in or who are clients of mine or friends or family members who have have asked me questions and said, I don't really understand this. Um, Can you explain it to me? And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. And, And then they'll say, Hey, I had, I had a relative text me not too long ago and said, Hey, I have an idea for your show. And it's, we're going to do it. It's about a retirement idea that she said she did. She's like, you know, a lot of people don't understand this strategy. I said, you're absolutely right. I said, and we're going to do a show on that because uh, every single Canadian is going to run into this. So that's going to be something we talk about. And that's where the shows come from. That's not what we're going to talk about tonight, but um, we are going to talk a little bit about retirement because it all comes together. Uh, so when I talk to people in my office for the first time, uh, the, the main question that I have is, what is it 
that you want your lifestyle to be like? What is it you see in retirement for you? Because retirement is not just about money. My job is to figure out how the money's going to work. But your job is to figure out what retirement looks like. Is it staying at home and installing a pool? Is it spending more time with grandchildren? Is it joining a book club? Uh, is it traveling when, when traveling is, a, is an option, free and clear again, to be traveling? Uh, is it buying a motorhome? Is it downsizing your house? Is it taking up a hobby that you've always wanted to take up? These are all things that you need to decide when you retire. And these are things you got to think about. And as far as your money is concerned, you want to think about, well, what's my lifestyle look like? How much money do I need in my retirement? And then we figure it out and we say, okay, well, here's some strategies to this. And you're like, yeah, I understand that. I know where my money is. And that, that really is the important part of knowing your money is just understanding where it is. You can, there's no question about it. Like I tell people this all the time and, and, and I mean it, it's, it's hundred percent true. You can understand your stuff. You understand. There is no question about it. Everybody out there, they can understand where their money is and they can understand what their money's doing. You might not right now. And I've seen this. I see this a lot. Actually, a lot of people come to me and they have no idea. They don't know where their stuff is. They don't understand it. They don't meet with advisors. They've, they've got their money. Um, for example, they have it in a bank and they don't meet with anybody. Uh, they have no idea what it's invested in. But doesn't mean you can't understand it. It just means that you haven't put that process in place yet. So you 100% can do that. So for this show, that is my main message. Now I have to tell you, the way this started, and I'm going to share with you tonight about protecting your assets, because everybody I know works hard, and they work hard for what they have, and they want to protect it. And I get asked this a lot, right? Especially when we're talking retirement. Yeah, I want to pay tax. They've paid so many taxes. They've paid all these taxes their whole life. They want to be very tax efficient. I get that. That's fine. Um, but they want to protect it. They want to make sure that whatever it is they have is going to go to the son, the daughter, son-in-law, the daughter-in-law, the grandchildren, the neighbor, whoever it is that you want to leave it to, the charity. Um, there's all kinds of different combinations of doing an estate. Uh, but, but most of the time it comes down to, I want to make sure it's protected and I want to make sure that I'm paying the least amount of tax. I don't mind paying my fair share, but I want to make sure I'm efficient. That's really what it comes down to. So we're going to talk today about protecting your assets because what I see happening is everyone is so busy and it's so easy to be busy. Everybody's busy. And I always say in, in all my years in business and we've, I've been involved in the family business for many, many years. My, I've told people, the listener, I've told different people. And obviously the, those of you listening that have heard this before, our family business started in 1927 with my grandfather, um, my sister and brother and I are now, you know, the third generation. Um, we have had the fourth generation dip his toe in. And the reality of it is um, you can be busy. And there were times when, and I have had my sister and brother on the show before. And for those of you that missed it, um, my brother and I laugh about, you know, and we sarcastically said about how easy it is to work with family. And it's not. And that is a whole, that's, a, that's not just a show. That's like a, 
an after school special movie. <laughs> but anybody out there that works with family, you know that it can be challenging to work with family. And we used to battle all the time and disagree with how things got done. And, and I'd say, are, he'd say, I'm busy, or somebody would say, I'm busy. And I'd say, but are you efficient and are you profitable? Because the difference is we can be very busy. And the challenge is, I hear a lot of people, I'm so busy working and I'm busy building my empire and I'm busy accumulating wealth or building assets or protect, trying to protect my assets. Um, but you're not really looking at it as a whole picture. So when it comes right down to it, you're like, geez, I've, I've, I've worked my whole life and, and I didn't put any of the pieces in place. The big one I'm going to tell you right now is a will. Everybody should have a will. I don't know why everybody doesn't have a will, to be honest, because you can make a will and it can be witnessed by somebody. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, it should go through a lawyer. Yes, some are complicated. Yes, you need a lawyer for some of them. But for most people, you can have a will that you write by hand and you sign it and you have people witness it to say, this is your will. And if you can't afford to go to a lawyer or you can't afford to have it notarized, there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that, but have a will. This is the part I don't understand. It is the last message you give your loved ones on what you want to have happen with your entire life's history. That's the way I see it. A will is your last conversation to say, I have worked my whole life and I have accumulated this big estate, a small estate, it's all relative to you. And what's mattered to me or what has meaning to me, this is how I want it distributed. So it could be your, your earrings that, you know, you had, there's a pair of earrings that have a sentimental value and you want them to go to a specific person. It goes in your will to make sure it happens. Here's the thing. If you don't have a will, there's no guarantee your wishes get, get carried out for you. So I tell people, I don't do wills. That's not my role as an advisor. I'm not a lawyer. That's not what I do. But I do know you can do a will. There are will kits that you can get, that you can order online, that you can download. Do something. Everybody should have a will. That's the very first step in preserving your assets and making sure your estate is protected so that whatever it is that you want to go to a certain person goes to that person. I joke with the kids and I'm going to tell you there's, there is nothing wrong with talking to your kids about estate planning. There's nothing wrong with talking to them about a will. There's nothing wrong with talking to them about life insurance. There is nothing weird or morbid or twisted or are superstitious about it. Um, I think it's great conversation. And I will make, we'll joke with the kids or we'll flat out talk to them about it because it's important. And I don't want them to be afraid of talking about something that's so important. It is not taboo to talk about uh, your life insurance or your will. You don't have to get into details and tell everybody, you know, this is what my will says, but there's nothing wrong with saying, Hey, I have a will and we just updated it because we need, we moved or we, um, bought something new or you bought a cottage or sold the cottage, whatever the case is. So you updated the will and there's nothing wrong with saying to the kids, um, Hey, do you want this table? Do you want this chair? Um, do you want my earrings? Do you want my jewelry? Do you want, 
you know, what is it that you, you, oh, you really liked the curio cabinet? Great. You know what? We'll put your name on it. Why not ask them? If you have two kids and one of them really, really, really wants the curio cabinet and the other one has no interest in it, why on earth would you make, take it upon yourself to decide, okay, I'll leave. I'm going to split it all evenly. And this one gets the curio and this one gets the couch. Well, you don't have it right. <laughs> so ask them and don't be afraid of the conversation. Uh, I think it's important to do. I think it's uh, easy to do. And especially once you get started, uh, it becomes even easier. So we're going to make finances easy. That, that is my whole purpose on this show is to make finances easy, to make it easy to understand, make it easy to implement, make it easy and comfortable to move forward and do. So the first thing we're going to do tonight is we're going to take our first break because we've come to that time. We're going to take our first break. When we come back, we are going to talk about protecting your assets and how to have conversations with your kids. Uh, we're going to talk about avoiding some taxes. We're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about a bunch of my favorite topics. And I think they're some of the key topics that are the most important for protecting your estate, protecting your assets, and frankly, protecting your family. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. I am your host, Kathy Cook-Noble, and we'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And tonight we are talking about protecting your assets. And by protecting your assets, you're also protecting your family. And you're protecting all the years of hard work that you have put in 
to make sure that your estate, and yes, everybody has one. I'm not talking to the people who just have millions of dollars. Every single one of us has an estate and it is all at various levels and various stages and various amounts, but you have an estate. So if you rent an apartment and you own a couch or you own the clothes that you're wearing, you have something in your estate. So that's what I tell people. Everyone has one. So I tell people, get a will. We talked about that. Uh, there's no excuse not to have a will. Uh, you can do it very efficiently. Uh, get a will. And with your will, have a power of attorney so that if anything ever happened and you were unable for a period of time to handle your finances, you have somebody in charge to say, I can pay your phone bill. I can pay your rent. I can pay your mortgage and make sure the payments get made. Um, have a healthcare directive because you want somebody out there that if for some reason you can't talk for a short period of time, that they're able to make health decisions for you because you've told them in this document what you want. And maybe you've had a conversation with them. That doesn't hurt either. I highly recommend it. Don't make it a surprise on who you're appointing as your uh, power of attorney or your healthcare directive. Don't make it a surprise who's going to be the executor on your will. It's not like in the movies where everybody just sits around and surprise, this is what's happening in the estate. Um, talk to the person, say, hey, I'd like you to be the executor of my will. It's a job. It's a, it's a serious job. It's got legal uh, requirements. It's got legal obligations. And I want you to do it. And if they say, sure, absolutely, I'll do it. Wonderful. If they say, geez, I'm not really comfortable with it. Awesome. Because that's what you want to know. Well, you're still here and can make a change. Um, same thing when you have a healthcare directive. Hey, these are my healthcare wishes. I want, I would like you to be the administrator of that. So if anything ever happened and I was uh, incapacitated for a short period of time that you could talk to the doctor and say, hey, I got it right here. I know what her, I know what wishes are. So you can proceed and get the medical attention you need so you can get better. And then when you're better, there you go. You had your healthcare directive look after you. Um, power of attorney, same thing. Just in case you're incapacitated, you want to make sure that you don't have your car repossessed because you didn't make a payment, because there's no money in the account, because nobody knew to transfer the money from a different account. So these are things that protect your assets, even while you're alive. Protecting your assets isn't just about when you pass away. It's also about while you're alive and living a very happy and healthy lifestyle that is chosen by you. And that's the key. It's, it's your chosen lifestyle. So that's what you want to focus on, what you want, not what you think other people want you to have or what you think you should have. Focus on what you want. So I'll tell you a, a very short story. Uh, many, many years ago, I had... Uh, a lot of friends that used to come to my house and we had, an, we called an investment club and we got together and every month we would talk about a specific topic and each person would get homework, if you will. And their, their homework was, you know, easy and specific to them, but to find out certain things about their finances. So everybody could make sure that they were on the right track and it, and it grew and it got to, to a point where it didn't really make sense to have it in my living room. Um, so what I did was I started the Women's Investment and Social Exchange, and it is an online membership club now. And we are we come together online, and uh, you can ask questions. There's a live Q and A every month that we're starting in July, so you'll be able to ask a specific question if you wanted to to have it answered about um, whatever topic it is that you need help with, you know, how to do a will, for example, that would be a topic we could say, Hey, yeah, we'll get you some information on that. Um, it's, it's not something where you're going to say, Hey, should I buy this stock? 
Um, but that is something where you could send you to a place where you could do it, do something. But um, it's a, it's all a, it's a it was a it's a hybrid group between talking about investments and a book club. So that's where the women's investment and social exchange came from because we all got together and we talked about specific um, financial issues that we wanted to know or get help on. And then we socialized and had some cheese and crackers kind of stuff, uh, which when COVID is over and we're all back in full access, there will be some uh, live uh, social groups that we'll all be hosting. But uh, right now the club is entirely online. Um, there's uh, documents that you can download for workable documents, for example, a budget template, a checklist on things that you should know about, you know, wills and kids education and banking fees and mortgages and day to day finances. So when I'm talking finances, I'm not talking, do you understand what derivatives are? And are you invested in specific stocks in the stock market? I'm not talking about stuff like that. I'm talking about the stuff that you and I would have a conversation about every day over coffee. Um, you know, hey, my mortgage rate's going up. What does that mean? What's what's a variable rate versus a fixed rate? You know, um, should I look at a home equity line of credit? What is it? Uh, these are all things that we talk about in the investment club. And, I, and the only reason I'm, I'm sharing this is because I, I know there's a lot of people out there that um, might want some support from somebody to say, I want to be able to chat online and just run an idea by somebody or just get a, just share it to make sure I'm saying it out loud that makes sense or I understand it right. Um, and you can do that here. The, uh, the membership for our club opens up the end of June. So you can't join right now, but we will be opening up the end of June. I will share it here for anybody interested on the network. Uh, any, of our, <clears throat> any of our listeners, I will share it. But uh, I just want to bring that up because I think people need to have a, uh, a support for questions with their finances where they can feel comfortable and they have an environment where they can ask other people who are experiencing or have experienced same or similar questions and, and uh, needs. So there is something out there and, and I'm part of it. And I'm, I'm passionate about making sure that women understand their finances. And I believe wholeheartedly that they can, and they do uh, once they get empowered with the right information. So I'm just sharing that with you because that's how it came about. Um, exactly. Just sitting in my living room with some friends and then we just invited other people and it grew and it grew and, and there you go. Um, so I will share more for those who are interested as we get closer to the membership opening up. Um, now tonight, when we talk about protecting your assets, uh, even more, I get asked a lot about insurance and I'll, and I'll tell you people, some people are against life insurance and some people are for life insurance. I am for whatever it is that you prefer is your opinion, because whatever you think is right, it's, it's whatever fits you and your lifestyle and your family. I will tell you upfront, I am a huge fan of life insurance and it can be used as an asset. It is an asset and it can be used in great ways to protect your wealth, to pay your taxes, uh, your, your estate tax when you pass away so that it doesn't diminish the amount of your estate because you don't have to cash stuff in. Um, it's predictable, which is nice. Uh, and it is a, an incredible way to either grow wealth for the next generation, if that's what you want to do, or it's an incredible way to leave a gift to a charity that you'd really like to leave, but you may not have the finances to do it. So let me explain to you how that works. There's different kinds of insurance. There's term insurance and there's permanent insurance. So let's think of it like temporary and permanent. You rent a house, you pay the rent every month, 
you don't own it. At some point in time, that ends. You will never own the house because you're renting it. Then there's the part where you buy a house and you're paying a mortgage every month, but you're owning it and you're building equity in that. That's permanent life insurance. You're building equity in your permanent life insurance plan. Term plan, it's usually a lot cheaper. Um, there's less responsibility. Uh, there's less parts that you have to understand, um, but it gets the job done for a certain period of time. So for 10 years, you might need to rent an apartment while you're saving up to buy a house and have the down payment. Term policy, it's usually uh, cheap and easy for insurance. And while you're saving up to do a more permanent plan and put structure in place and an estate plan. So that's really the two kinds that there are. Now, within that, there are a couple of options. So when I talk to people about life insurance, and this isn't, I'm not going to tell you what to get or what not to get. I'm going to say what to look for. What are you looking for? Um, a lot of people say, well, how much do I need? I'm like, well, it depends. What's your goal? So when you're talking to an insurance person, um, whether it's your financial advisor, whether you're just uh, talking in general to an insurance agent who only sells life insurance, ask, they're going to want to do, they're going to ask you. And they're going to want to do what's called a needs assessment. And they're going to say, they should, <laughs> they should say to you, um, well, what do we need it for? Well, I just want to cover off my mortgage or I want to cover off when my kids are all young and make sure they're, if something happens to me, their education's paid for. Okay. Well, maybe that is, maybe that is a term policy. And we talk about the difference with that, but then you can also talk about my overall long-term goals. And that very well could be, I want to make sure my kids have money if something happens to me. And I don't mean before they're 18. I mean, like if I'm a hundred, when I pass away, I want to leave wealth to my kids or my grandkids, or I want to have a charity with, um, that I'm able to put a huge donation to, for example, and, and have my name a building after me, whatever the case is, or I want to set up a scholarship for the local high school, or I want to have a foundation that just generates enough money, you know, maybe a thousand dollars a year as a, as a, an education scholarship, or I want to be able to fund a, an animal charity that I'm, I'm passionate about animals. These are all things that you can do with life insurance because you direct the life insurance policy to do that for you. So while you're here on this planet, you make the decisions about your policy. And when you're not able to do that and you're not here, your policy comes alive, if you will. And that policy now makes the decision for you to say, okay, this is what, this is what Kathy wanted to happen. She wanted this particular person to get this amount of money. Boom. Here it is tax-free. Thank you very much. She wanted this charity to get a little bit of money. Great. No problem. So she directed it to go there. She wanted to pay off, you know, her kid's house. <laughs> so you direct the money to go there. It doesn't have to be huge things like that. It might be something small. It might just be, I wanted to have, I want to make sure my kids didn't have any of my debt. So I made sure that I had enough money for my funeral expenses and to pay off any potential debt that I might have. And then the balance got split between them. You can do that too. Remember, this is all about you. This is not about me. It's not about your advisor. It's not about your insurance agent. It is all about you. And always remember that when you're talking to them. So we are up to our second break of the night. We're going to take uh, our next break. And when we come back, I'll give you some ideas on tax efficiencies and 
the different way the different ways that you can look at how to make sure you're being tax efficient. And this could be with any of your investments. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook Noble. Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F-word, fear, in the dust. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspireChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at BookKeepPlus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, and I'm your host, Kathy Cook-Noble, and tonight we're talking about protecting your assets. And I mentioned just before the break about insurance and uh, different a couple different kinds of insurance that there are and some conversation that you could have with an insurance agent or your financial advisor. Um, some of financial advisors are, are licensed to do both um, money and insurance. And if that's the case, fantastic. Ask them, have that conversation. If they're not comfortable with it or it's not something that they do, they probably have somebody that they partner with or refer to that can look after it for you, which is totally fine. So talk to them about it and ask them some of the things that you're going to be when they ask you about your needs assessment, like what do you need, how much you need, this is how you figure it out. They're going to ask you questions about how much savings do you have put away? They're going to ask you stuff like, do you have insurance through work? Do you have group benefits, for example? Um, what insurance do you already have personally? Do you have a policy that uh, might be a term policy or a permanent policy? Um, 
what benefits, depending on what state you're in, what country you're in, what province you're in, um, what benefits does the government offer? Because there are different benefits that, that are available out there. So you think, that's when you start to put it all together in the plan and say, okay, well, then this is how much I need, right? And then what's the purpose of it? What am I going to do with it? So at that point, you can start to decide with your advisor or your insurance rep um, how much you need. Now, I promise we talk about taxes. And when we talk about taxes, we get this, everybody always says, I always pay too much taxes. Every, no, I've never heard anybody say they don't pay enough. I don't care what they say on TV. That, that's just not what they say in, in the real world is that I don't pay enough tax. So when it comes to taxes, there's different ways to grow your money. And this is another way of protecting your assets because if you're paying the most efficient taxes, that means more of it's being saved in your own estate. Because what matters isn't how much money you make or how much you have in assets or how much you've accumulated in growth. It's how much you keep for you and your family. And some of that gets depleted because of the taxes and you're not efficient. So I've said this and I'm going to say it again, get a will, have a will, make sure you have a will, make it signed, make sure it states very clearly that uh, this is your will and this is your wishes. Because uh, if you don't have one, you're instantly paying more money because now you're gonna leave it to the government. You're gonna leave it to some, some government person, body that you don't know, who doesn't know you, and they're gonna decide the fate of your estate that you spent your whole life working for. So don't let that happen, get a will. Now, how can we grow money when, or how do we save money and, and look at money? Because when money grows, it's going to be taxed. That is the general understanding. Now, having said that, there's three ways that you grow your money. One is through interest-bearing ways, and that is interest and income. So anything that earns you interest or provides an income, that's the highest tax way. That's, that's going to be taxed at the highest amount. The second way is through dividend income. Dividend is the next level where it's more tax efficient because you're paying less tax on the dividend portion. Now, a dividend, when I say a dividend, I mean very simply that somehow in your investments, you own a mutual fund or you own individual stocks. A mutual fund is a bundle of stocks, which means you get uh, more bang for your buck, if you will, because you can own more without putting more money into it. So you can own Apple stock without having to have to buy Apple because Apple's a, uh, one stock would might eat up your entire um, contribution that you're starting with. So... What happens is in an individual stock or in a mutual fund, they the companies will potentially pay a dividend. So you get paid a little bit every quarter because you own money in it. So it's like being an owner in the company, getting paid a, a little bit of it. It's called a dividend. Well, that is what they pay to your shareholder because you now own the share. Um, dividends are taxed at a lower rate than interest. So just by knowing that and shifting some of our strategy, you can save on tax. Now, now the next level, if we know this one, it's called capital gains. So capital gains is, uh, it's a type of income really, because it's the amount of growth from an original investment to whatever the maturity value is of the investment. So the difference, so if you invested $100 and it grew to $150, it has a $50 growth, which is taxed at the capital gains rate, which means 50% right now, this is how it is right here in Ontario, where I'm sitting, um, 
50% of that growth of $50, so $25, is taxed at your marginal tax rate. That is the third level of tax efficiency. So you have your income and interest, then you have dividends, which is more efficient. And now we have capital gains, which is even more efficient than that, as far as the tax rate, tax rate that it is taxed at. Now, let me give you a little example. So if you have an investment and you're at the highest marginal tax rate for argument's sake, because we're gonna look at the max. So we took $100 in growth. Here's what you have in your pocket after tax. And this is assuming you're in the highest tax bracket. You'll have $46 if you're in the interest income bracket. You'll have $55 if it's paid in dividends or you'll have $73 if it's paid in capital gains. That's just a little you know, rough estimate for you to have a look at. Um, so when we're protecting our assets, let's look at how we're being taxed. Are we being efficient in our taxes? Are we, do all of our investments fall into that income and interest tube, if you will, or silo, where all of your growth is being taxed at the interest and income tax highest rate? Is that where you are? Because if you are, then have a look at your portfolio and have a conversation with your advisor and say, um, if I'm more efficient tax-wise, then I'm even if nothing else changed on my portfolio and growth, if I'm more efficient tax-wise, I keep more in my pocket or I pass more on to my relatives or my uh, beneficiaries when I pass away because that's how we're protecting the estate. But we're also protecting our assets while we're alive. Why are we going to wait and protect it when we're not here? We want to protect everything while we're here. Now, there are other ways, obviously. I've just talked about insurance. Uh, life insurance is a, is a another tool. And people think it's just, oh, well, when I die, somebody gets money. It is a tool. And it's part of your estate if you use it right. And you have a conversation with your advisor or your insurance rep about how does that fit into it? Now, does everybody, am I saying everybody should have life insurance? Not necessarily. Um, some people might not need it. Some people um, might feel that, you know what, I'm independently wealthy and I don't need that. Okay, that's fine. Um, you can feel that way. This is about you, remember? It's all your stuff. Now, there's other people that I know that have built big wealth for their family because the life insurance existed. And when they passed away, the family elevated in wealth because they didn't have to deplete any in investments to pay probate fees. Because when we pass away, it's not something that we know uh, typically. We don't know the day that's gonna happen. So if we pass away and the market is way down, then you're going to have to cash in more investments to pay the probate fees. It's that simple. Because if you owe $1,000 in probate and your investments are down, then you cash more in to get to a thousand. If your investments are up, you cash less in to pay that thousand. If you have life insurance, you cash nothing in because the insurance is there. We know, remember I said it's predictable. We know what the payout's gonna be. We know the face value. We know how long we're paying it for. These are all things that we'll, we'll know when we set the policy up. So when we have a thousand dollars owing, we already know the insurance policy is gonna be paid out tax-free to the beneficiary because it's going to be set up right and they're going to pay the taxes on the probate with that 
Um, and then the balance of the estate gets divided. However, it is that you set it up either through your will, because we're all going to have one. There's no reason now for any of us not to. And um, we're also going to be structuring it in a very tax efficient estate way. So these are some, those, there's those three areas of tax efficiency are income and interest, uh, dividends, and capital gains. Those are just three for your investment growth. There is other avenues and other tools out there, but these ones everybody generally hears in the in the in the press or in the news or in financial readings or in conversation. Most people have heard those terms, and there's a lot of talk right now in the news about capital gains because uh, on both sides of the border uh, of the Canada, the United States. There's a lot of conversation about whether or not the capital gains rate is going to be changed and how it's going to be changed. And um, there's conversations on the Canadian side. And I know there's a lot of excitement about what it goes to or what the exemption is going to be. Uh, sometimes they change the capital gains lifetime exemption. Um, it can go up or go down. Uh, they can change uh, the governments, obviously, are the ones I'm talking about that can make these changes. But it's not something that they just do arbitrarily. There has to be conversations and there has to be a vote and they have to win the vote to be able to pass it. Uh, but regardless of what happens with the government, um, people need to look after their estate. Don't sit and wait and say, well, you know, if, if the government doesn't raise capital gains, then I'll put my investments in that particular tool, use that tool. Do what's right for you and do what's right for you now. Yes, of course, there's sometimes where it makes sense on some legislation changing to, to hold off, you know, the couple of weeks or whatever the case is. But for the most part, you do what's right for you uh, every time. That's the conversation you have. Have that with your advisor, have it with your family, say, what is it that we want to see? What is it we want to want our state to look like? Uh, do these are the conversations I have with clients. I ask people flat out. I am completely happy either way because I'm doing whatever you want. It has nothing to do with what I think, but I will ask a couple, first of all, are we doing this plan together? Because not all couples do their plans together. Some have my money and your money and our money together. And some are like, nope, it's all one pot, it's all us. Either one, doesn't matter to me. It makes a difference on how you set the plan up. That's why you have to know. So if you're doing it all together, great, do it all together. If you're doing it separate, no problem, do it separate. Make sure your advisor knows so they can structure the right plan. And then I have the conversation. I say, okay, what's it look like when you're not here? What's the estate look like? Do we want to make the kids rich? <laughs> Do we want to uh, leave them a little something? Are, are we interested in leaving them anything at all? Some people are like, nope, not leaving the kids anything. I didn't get anything. I want them to work for it. Others are like, absolutely want to make them as rich as I can. Fine. No problem. It's absolutely fine. Either way, let your advisor know so they know how to structure your plan. The answer is not wrong ever. It's just that if they don't know it, they can't give you the right plan. So make sure you have these conversations about how you want your estate to look. This is how we protect it because you have the right plan. Um, we are up to our last break. So we're going to take it. <laughs> we have our last break of the night. Uh, when we come back, we're going to wrap up a conversation about uh, some, some taxes and estate uh, planning uh, topics that we've had because they all work together to help protect your assets. And uh, that is the key of estate planning, really. So 
don't go anywhere. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at BookkeepPlus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, and I am your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. <clears throat> and tonight we've been talking about protecting your assets, which goes part and parcel in part protecting your estate and having a plan, starting with a will, um, but having a plan and making sure that you have a good conversation with your advisor, or if you're doing it yourself, that's fine too, because I do tell everyone that you can do it yourself. You can understand it yourself. Absolutely. Sometimes we need help. And that's where an advisor should come in. And there are some things, obviously, that you have to have a license for to have access to, but you can always understand your stuff. Um, we talked a little bit about how insurance pay, plays a role. And don't be afraid of having a life insurance conversation. It might be great for you. It might not be right for you, but don't be afraid to have the conversation. And don't be afraid to have the conversation about any estate planning or probate planning in terms of, uh, you know, how you want to see stuff structured with your advisor. And don't be afraid to talk about it with your kids. You don't have to get into the nitty gritty and all the details and pull out spreadsheets and that. Just have a conversation. Say, hey, this is what it is. This is what it means. This is why we do it. Um, you know, a lot of talk about the wealth gap between uh, the super rich and, uh, you know, basically squeezing out the middle class. And, and there's there's all kinds of theories and philosophies. But I think if you just boil it all down, what you're going to find out is the super wealthy are just more tax efficient. They Yes, they're they're probably earning more money, but it's what you keep. There's a lot of people out there, like we've seen them all, celebrities and sports figures, and they have made a lot of money and they end up bankrupt. And how do they end up bankrupt? And how do they end up bankrupt twice or three times? Because we know that happens too. And there's probably a few, I know I can think of a few that, that have been in the press about that. Um, but they're not planning well and they're not protecting their assets and they're not thinking about the future. And they're probably not get, either getting good advice or they're not listening to the advice. So don't be afraid to get advice. You don't have to take it. Understand it, digest it, and then figure it out for yourself and say, that feels right, or that makes sense. That's what I want to do. Uh, but it comes down to what I talked about at the beginning of the show is your mindset and being in a position where you want to see your estate do well. You want to see your family do well, and you're going to figure out how to do that. 
And part of the way you can figure out how to do that is by listening to the Inspired Choices Network and plug yourself into some of the shows where we have other hosts that are um, working with people on, you know, building a better mindset and understanding that or um, building their business or starting a business or whatever the case is. Um, and you know what? We have an app. You can download the Inspired Choices mobile app. You can take it with you. You can listen to shows on the go. You can go back in time and listen to shows that you missed or want to hear again. You can download it in Apple or the Android app. You can listen to it uh, right there. You can join the chat room right from the app. You can ask questions. You can suggest shows. Uh, every single every single host on this network, you could reach out to and ask a question, and they will answer it. Uh, just click on the shows at the bottom of the page, and there you go. So you can check it out, and it's free. The Inspired Choices Network, it's free. What better way to start learning about finances? What better way to start working with your mindset? What better way to work on whatever part of your life you need to help with? Because we all need help in different areas at different times. So I strongly recommend you uh, plug yourself in, download the app, listen whenever um, you need to, and listen to whichever host you need to hear or get the help from at the time. But protect your assets, write a will, start there, start having a conversation. Um, if you're needing some help, there are lots of people out there who can help you. And if you, you aren't comfortable with somebody, then you don't have to stay with them. It's all about you. Remember, I said that at the beginning. I say it, I try and I think I say it every night. Um, but it is, it's all about you. And you can understand your finances. And you absolutely, absolutely can put a plan in place that works for you. You have to have the right mindset for it and you have to work on it and you have to just be open to understanding it. And uh, don't be afraid of conversations when it comes to life insurance. I know people get a little squirmish about it, but it's just a tool and it can be a tool and don't be afraid of a tool that can do very well for your family. And don't be afraid of a tool that can protect your estate or protect your assets or make you tax efficient because uh, it's out there and people are using it. And when people want to know how the really, really wealthy people are doing it, they're being tax efficient and they're using life insurance and they're using all kinds of different tools that are available in the financial world to make themselves uh, more efficient and to keep more of what they make, because that is the key. Like I mentioned before, what you make isn't as important as what you keep. And yes, all these tools are available to all of us. So it's not just, oh, yeah, well, sure, you have to be super rich to be able to access it. That's not the case. We all have, there are sure there's some things, but for the most part, we all have access to it. So don't be afraid to reach out and ask. Um, and I'm always uh, available for questions. And like I mentioned, all my topics are coming from uh, suggestions from people. So uh, don't be afraid to recommend something. I, I will do the topic. I get it. Um, eventually, we, we go through the list. And we will be back here next Monday at the same time on the Inspired Choices Network. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.